Hello and welcome back to our Let's Talk version. I am joined by Dan as always. Hey there, Dan. How are you? Hey, my man, buddy. Life is great. Fantastic. Glad to be here with you. How's, uh, how's everything? Well, life is quite great on this side. We are working our very best to deliver uh, the most we can, of course, mm-hmm. 10X style. And here, everything is good. Temperature is fine. But I think in Canada, things are a little bit tough over there, right? So you probably caught a cold or something. <laughs> I actually did. I believe I, it's very early, but I'm showing signs of getting uh, getting getting cold. But we'll see. It's it's good so far. So far, so good. Fantastic. Yeah, it's manageable so far. So today we're going to be talking about what would you write to your to your younger self if you could write a letter to your younger self. So that's a that's a very one good... question. Mm-hmm. One question. Can I just write a letter or can I just like send a text message or send an email? Because writing a letter these days is very right. uh, let's just call it outdated. Well, again, yeah, sure, exactly. That's the point. Like you can do whatever you want to do. Because right? my former self <laughs> still lives in an era where there is uh, at least a DOS computer and I can send an email <laughs> or something. Well, okay, <laughs> that's fair. No, but yeah, sure. What would you say to your younger self? And more importantly, the letter. I mean, like the papers and stuff. They could just uh, you know get decomposed composed or something but if, if it's electronic it can be saved forever and if in the future somehow my consciousness <laughs> we converted into a robot or like like an ai or something i can even save that for the future generations well that's true that's true so let's let's make it electronic but well, well awesome love it the man. point so is the how, content here if you could send an email <laughs> or a text message uh, or a sticker to your older self what would you have done exactly that's the that's the I big love question it, love it. that's the big massive question here and uh well, I mean, I don't want to jump into asking you the question, but let's do that. Let's actually do that and then build on that. What would you write to yourself and why? Before we go any further, you sound very much like a lot of the ladies that I know. It's like, I don't want to do that, but let's do it right now. Okay, that's like a very interesting <laughs> perspective. <laughs> it's like the girl's like, you know, I really don't feel like you know going what? to the shopping mall, which means I want to go to the shopping mall, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's true. Okay, cool. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. They, they talk so indirectly. It's like, you know, don't you feel like you want to go on a vacation? This means please take me on a vacation, right? <laughs> so I, I kind of like that style, basically. Right, but right, for right. now, for now, right. since you don't want it, but you ask, go ahead, ask the question, go ahead. Yeah, so so the reason I said, at first I was going to uh, build up to it, but then I was like, you know what, actually let's uh, go for the, for the for for the goal and then build uh, you know manly I like it talk, like no right. nonsense bullshit <laughs> done right now so, I like it yeah sure <laughs> so what would you <laughs> tell yourself write to yourself or you know electronically whatever what would the contents of you telling yourself what would sort of advice or saying okay don't do this or do that you can be specific you can be generic uh, generic that's fine uh, what would you tell yourself. You see, uh, from my perspective, first of all, uh, it's a lot easier to give an advice to your younger self when you've already seen things. Because let's be honest, uh, life doesn't work that way. We go through the passage of life not knowing exactly what's going to happen next. So we don't always have a lot of information. However, from my perspective, I think. uh... Hello. Oh, hey hey there, buddy. Uh, I think we got cut off here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from my perspective, if you really want to somehow talk to your older self, you cannot always expect the older self to believe you. I mean, mm-hmm. let's be honest. A lot of the things we've heard, I mean, right now, a lot of the things we've heard from futurists, from other people, we might laugh at them. Like, is that real? Why am I doing this? I mean, uh, mm-hmm. is it going to really work? 
So my first concern to writing a letter or an email to my younger self is to actually persuade them to believe me because it'll be very hard. So I will dedicate the majority of that letter or email to actually writing so persuasively that my younger self would have believed it. Why is that? Because your younger self will rarely have the ability to have the same belief systems and experiences that your older self had. So as we mentioned earlier in some of our older podcasts, it's all about having that long-term mindset, right? But the thing is this, most of the basically people around the world, they don't have that long-term mindset when they're younger, right? Mm -hmm. And more importantly, their belief systems oftentimes are incorrect, or at least a result of uh, social conditioning. So a lot of the things that you, after having developed yourself and engaged in personal development, will tell your younger self will prove to be somehow strange or even bizarre to that person. But from my perspective, this is uh, the biggest challenge. How can I persuade my younger self to believe me? Once I can solve this problem, then I will hopefully move on to the next. So before I go any further, how would you persuade your younger self to believe the stuff you left on that email or letter or whatever? Yeah. Well, that's a very good question. I, and I think I, I actually never thought about it uh, this way. Like I have to when I'm giving the advice to my younger self, I have to persuade my younger self. Uh, but but when I try to give advice to uh, younger people in general, for example, my students, uh, I do. That's that's my main goal. I never thought about it consciously, I suppose. But on an unconscious level, <clears throat> I always try to do that. And uh, so that's a little bit tricky because it depends on the person. Uh, some people, uh, well, depends on what the what the, the belief system of that person is at the time. Uh, but I try to make uh, make the case that. So I try to basically uh, make the case that uh, I do understand what you have, what your belief is. So I try to make sure that they don't have the excuse of. You don't know you, you're not me kind of thing i mean of course i'm not them of course i don't know exactly what they uh, what they what they're going through or, or whatever but then i try to make myself as close and as understanding to them as possible so creating a you know a unity connection here and then build on that trying to tell them okay what if we adjust it a little bit like that don't you think it's going to be better or something some sort of approach like that because uh, if I if I, if I go, go right to their face and be like, no, that's wrong. You should do this. That's going to backfire in my face. Like, it's not going to happen. <laughs> people, especially young sure. people, have the tendency to, you know, be temperamental a little bit and be like, uh, okay, you're saying that. I'm not going to Rebellious. Right. Rebellious. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's one thing that I definitely keep in mind, I guess. With that's telling right. Myself. Yeah. And I think I was one of those rebellious people when oh, I was trust younger. Me. I think we both were, buddy. <laughs> trust me. You and I both. But the thing is this. The first thing I would have made sure I'd done, mm-hmm. I'd make sure I would never, ever sound like a, you know, parent. Oh, because yeah. let's be honest, most parents do a shitty, shitty job of persuading their children. And in most cases, they fail. And ultimately, their children become the byproducts of the media and their friends and peers, right? Because of this very reason. Right. So the very first thing I would do, which is the exact opposite of what most parents do when they're uh, somehow giving advice to their children, is I say, hey, dude, listen, this is your life. You can make a lot of decisions. I've already been to the future. So I've already lived my life, basically, and I know how things will be. But take my word, but you do not have to agree with me. Just think of it 
as a possibility. Think of it as just one way of looking at the world, but you're ne not necessarily supposed to believe me or even do anything. Just give it some thoughts. That's it. Why? I do not try to actually say, this is the right way. Listen, I know how it's done. I know the world. I know how it goes around. I have lived for 200 years, but whatever it is, okay? <laughs> so I instead try to let them know that this is just one idea, and they could entertain the thought, and if they liked it, they would actually somehow uh, practice those things. And second thing I would do, I'd say, the reason I am writing you this letter is because I want you to have a greater life, and I want you to have basically a great uh, perspective. However, let's be honest, I am not going to somehow tell my younger self a lot of the obstacles ahead because I do believe that if that person does not go through those failures and mistakes, and if I for uh, somehow in advance tell him of how we can avoid those things, this mm -hmm. might actually hinder the growth of that person. So the things I would tell my younger, I mean, like literally, I would never say like, okay, on that day, don't do this, for example, right? I would never <laughs> do such things because I want that person, I want the younger me to go through those struggles and challenges in life because I do believe that that's how character is built. So I mean, I myself, sorry, so effectively, so effectively you mean that those, uh, th those failures are actually not a bad thing for that kid to go through. They are absolutely necessary, dude. Right, I right. mean, like, I have seen this a lot in different families because uh, once you, for example, I know a lot of my friends and their families, I know they have kids, and I compare these kids in different families that I know, and I realize, ironically, the children who have come from the most affluent backgrounds with parents who are like doctors and politicians and whatnot, ironically, these people have a lot more problem and they cannot really take care of themselves. They are very dependent and they lack self-confidence. Why mm -hmm. is that? Because the entire way the parents have prevented them or have tried to make sure that they do not hit the ground with their face. Now, I'm not saying you should be a parent like grab the head of your son like, son, your face got to hit the ground. Let's go. Whoop. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying like you should do that. That's just the manslaughter. That's, that's weird. That's just crazy. Yeah, what that's I'm just wrong. This, I'm saying is this hitting the ground with your face and getting all bleedy all over your face. That's a part of life that makes you stronger and hard. Most of the young generation these days are soft. And I mean really soft because they have not learned. Uh, they, have, uh, they have brought up in a world where everything is provided for them 24-7 where their parents are a lot more tolerant and they provide everything for them. I mean, like uh, student loans, no problem. Do this, no problem. And because of this, they have not learned to hit the ground with their face and get up. And I, quite frankly, would never, ever want my younger self to lose the opportunity of hitting the ground with his fucking face and getting bleedy a couple of times over until he becomes not only smarter, but also stronger. Why? Because I believe that intelligence without strength means nothing. I repeat, intelligence without strength means nothing. Because you could know a lot of things, but if you don't have the strength, the emotional strength to follow up with that knowledge, then you will get nothing in life. You could be a bookworm. I mean, I myself, you and I both, uh, our listeners know that we are huge readers we read right. a lot but at the same time our listeners know that we are uh, people who take action 
were the kind of people who arrange difficult things like uh, arranging a uh, recording on different time zones and whatnot. We take action and we fuck up and we don't care if we fuck up. OK, but this is not something that a lot of the young generation know these days because they have not had to feel what it feels like to hit the you know frigging ground with your face. Right. So because of this. I will intentionally try to uh, make sure that I do not reveal everything to my younger self. I want my younger self to go through a lot of those hell holes and bullshits that he has gone through through his life because that will make him strong enough to be able to later use and apply that knowledge. I mean, you can imagine, think of like a sick person, mm -hmm. a sick person who is now bedridden and cannot walk. That person knows where his office is, right? right. But that person cannot go to the office. He has the knowledge of going to the office, but he doesn't have the physical strength to go there. That's exactly what happens when you have a lot of knowledge, but not enough strength emotionally, physically, psychologically, all these things. And because of this, you cannot build emotional strength, psychological power without hitting the ground, failing and wondering, am I going to survive this shit or not? Only during those tough moments. When everything collapses and you have no idea what you're going to do next, but you then keep pushing forward no matter what, that's when strength is built. And I do not want my younger self to be uh, deprived of this privilege of becoming stronger by trying to face those problems. So if you think in my, for example, letter to my younger self, I'd say, OK, don't do this because it's going to happen. No, I will never say that. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. No problem. Go do it. It's going to be see what happens. All right. So I actually <laughs> want that younger self to make those stupid mistakes because that's what's going to make him strong and that's what's going to prepare him for a future ahead. So in that letter, I will not share any information whatsoever. Boom. That's right. No information. My younger self has to find out everything that I know himself through study and more importantly, through trial and error, taking action, failing, learning from the mistakes, changing the approach and trying again with determination and zest until he gets it right. So I will never share any like do this, do that. No how to no none of these stuff. What I do tell him, however, are some things that will reinforce success. And those are what we call wisdom. And mm -hmm. wisdom is different than knowledge and information. So, buddy, and habit yourself. How do you uh, try to persuade your younger self? And more importantly, what will you tell him? Right. Um, you know, I, I think I agree with you on the notion that, you know, we don't want to uh, I, I wouldn't want to give myself pointers like do this or do that or or don't do this or do that, because I like yourself agree with the notion that failures are not a negative. Rather, uh, we fail to learn and we fail to grow. And without those, I that person, if, if I um, nudge that person to not fail, they would not get where I got or they wouldn't get definitely not get anywhere better. So they're not learning some aspect of things. And the whole point of, you know, writing a letter and telling your younger self things is to help them learn better. And if, wow. I, if I actually go for, you know, and, uh, and stop them from learning in, in a way or the other, then that's not that's that's beside the purpose. So I would agree with you on that notion. I would definitely not they wouldn't give myself pointers that would save me from you know from, from pain and misery because of course we don't like pain and misery but then um, but then we 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 will eventually inevitably have to go, go through some of them to to learn the point is i would try to give my younger self a tool to tolerate it be better and that is a Very mentality good. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that is the, the mentality of the fact that going through pain is learning. If, if that person has that mentality, if any person has that mentality, it makes that going through that pain much easier because you see a point beyond the pain. You see a reward beyond the pain, if you will. So, yes. so yeah, it's, I, I, think, I think I would focus on, on, on that notion, but I would not give, them, uh, give, give, give myself a pointer of not to do that because, oh, it's going to be ugly. No, let's do it, actually. Let's see the ugly because it is ugly and you got to see it sometimes. Exactly. Right. Fantastic. So, so yeah, I, I, I could, I, I could agree, agree with you on that notion. And, you know, yeah. Uh, did you want to add something? Well, the thing is this, uh, as you mentioned yourself, I believe that I would like my basically younger self to know the principles of success. Why is this? Because the principles of success are universal and they apply to everything. Right. I have literally tried to experiment with some of the major principles that I've learned in anything I did, whether it was business, whether it was in games, whether it was in relationships, whether it was, uh, I don't know, in sports and fitness, the principles of success are universal and they apply to everything. And I want my younger self to know those principles. And that's all he needs. The rest is up to him. Because once you know the principles, then from then on, it's just playing the game of success. And things just keep on. You fail, you learn, you keep going. So what I would have focused on would be those principles of success that will allow my younger self to go through life to achieve the things that he wants knowing those principles and being reminded of them with that email that I will send them. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. And can you share a few of those principles? That's right. So number one, again, these are the things I've learned from my own mentors. And I was very fortunate in that I learned these things at a very young age. A mm-hmm. lot of the youngsters these days are not that fortunate, unfortunately. Okay. So what happened was, the first thing first, learn from the experts. Do not reinvent the wheel. Number one, get a mentor right away. No matter how old you are, get a mentor immediately because life is too short to reinvent the wheel. That's number one. Number two, read. Damn it. Read. Good information cannot be found in places where most people find information, whatever that is. Now, my younger self would live in a world where TV was the dominant form. Unfortunately, TV is still today the dominant form, but now, of course, we have social media as well. So I would tell him, find information in books and from mentors, not from mass media, because mass media is nothing more than uh, what we call social conditioning. The stuff you see on television, my younger self, are bullshit. The things you see there, whatever they show you on TV, it's bullshit. It's just social conditioning. A lot of us, we grew up with low self-esteem because we believe the crap people told us on television. So I would tell him, stop TV. And if you ever watch a, a movie or TV series, do it for learning a foreign language. Don't do it in your, uh, in your own time, ta- your, ta- your own language. Don't do it. It's a waste of time. That's what I would have told him uh, at that age because that's very important. Right. Imagine my younger self never gets his brain and never gets brainwashed by the crap on social conditioning about how things should be. All right? right. I mean, think of the typical lifestyle that we have these days. It's all made by the society and it's all bullshit. So I would want him to avoid the trap of social conditioning to be a free person. If there was one movie I would t- tell him to watch, I'd say, please go watch The Matrix. Of course, 
if my younger self was uh, basically probably at that time would be a little bit uh, not as young, but because the Matrix came out pretty late. But right. I would tell him, go and watch <clears throat> the movie The Matrix, right, and learn from it. Be a neo. Be free of all these social shackles and think for yourself. Finally, I would tell him that life is a marathon. Life is not a sprint. You can't win in one day and you can't lose very much in one day unless you die. And that death is not necessarily losing. Losing is when you live without purpose and meaning, right? right so right, right. I would tell him to treat life as a marathon and be disciplined along the way. Set a goal. I would tell him that success is goal setting and all else is commentary. So set goals, have goals. Goals are what give you meaning. And if you do not set your own goals, the society will set the goals for you. First go to school, then go to college, then get married, then have kids, then spend as much money as, as you can on all of them and then die. And then give your money that the children follow the same suit. So you would instead create your own path in life. You would be away from all that bullshit. So I would tell him to set goals and stick with them for without it, your life is meaningless and the meaning will be then absorbed by other people and the society because society works like this. They, they thrive on weak people with no goals. They give them meaning and purpose. Why do you think people in, let's say, uh, terrorist groups like uh, ISIS are killing and murdering innocent people? Because these idiots have no purpose in life and these suckers will give this purpose to these idiots and they feel great and guess what you're saying well dude that's different that's isis the exact same thing has happened to the american people by the american government or to the uh, french people by the french government it doesn't really matter where you are whoever wherever you are people got plans for you and let me tell you something the plans that they got for you are not for your own sake it's for the sake of society's well-being it's not for the individual's well-being it's for the society's well-being and unfortunately, in most cases, the well-being of the individual does not uh, go along with the well-being of society. In most cases, the individual is sacrificed for the sake of the well-being of the society. And I do not want my younger self to figure that out too late. He needs to understand that he has to be independent, autonomous, and to separate himself from social conditioning by setting his own goals. Now, I do not want my younger self to be uh, active in the, with, uh, you know, outside of the realm of law. I want him to be a law-abiding citizen. Right. But law is one thing. Morality is something else. And I do not want my younger self to treat law the same way he treats morality. Because morality can be questioned. Law cannot. Laws can be changed, but they cannot be questioned. If you don't like the law in one nation, you cannot question that law you can only change that law with the help of i don't know you can run for the senate become a senator and then change the law or you can do the smart thing you can change your location very simple find a country a country or a location or a city or a state or a county with better laws laws cannot be questioned morality can and must be questioned so i want him to question a lot of the bullshit that his society told him to be moral and instead think for himself and not let Morality be confused with legality. I want him to be 100% legal, but I do not want him to be 100% uh, moral because that will make him a sheep in society and a, basically to be abused by the masses and by the leaders of that society. So that's what I would tell him. These are the basic principles that if he knows at a young age, if he knows at a young age, this will then lay the foundation for a lot of things. And the last thing I would have told him is this, please, being smart is not enough. 
you got to work hard. You got to put in the time and effort. Seek shortcuts. I repeat, do not seek shortcuts because that's where you get abused and manipulated by the masses. The masses want easy solutions. They do not want to think for themselves and they want to get there now. Yesterday, actually. So I would tell him, be patient and play the long game. Slowly but surely. Gradually but consistently. And more importantly, I want him to keep doing this until he achieves success. The rest is up to him. He will fail. He'll hit the ground again and again and again. But that's good for him stronger. That's very interesting. And uh, <clears throat> I think you covered a lot of things that I had in mind, um, some extra ones. Uh, but but I want to bring us back a little to uh, another uh, notion that we had a while ago and recently just now you mentioned. Um, and that is uh, that, that is an issue in, in pretty much every society you go to, give or take. And that is the notion of, you know, when. OK, so I agree with you with the notion that we got to go through failures and pain and learn. But I want to also raise the notion that sometimes too much pain or unguided pain without the right mindset uh, brings people to the edge of being suicidal. And we want to be very mindful of that. And um, we don't want to push people to the realm that they are not equipped to deal with. And they then in turn might uh, have suicidal thoughts. And the problem with that is if we could identify that, which, which we sometimes can, then you can help this person. But a lot of time that you, it doesn't seem like that person is suicidal and it doesn't show that easily um, to, to the society, even sometimes to their friends. So but just let me ask you one question. Have you ever seen a th three or four year old commit suicide? No, no, I'm not talking about three or four Have year old. Have you ever old. seen a six year old commit suicide? I'm, I'm ma mainly talking about teenagers in this context. That's right. You know why this happens? I'll, let me explain to you the reason why we have so much teen suicide, especially, especially in the developed world. Right. You know, the highest teen suicide rates are ironically in the same countries that are the happiest nations on earth. Right. Think Finland, think Sweden, think United States, think Canada. You know why that's the case, by the way? Yeah, go for it. Can you guess? No, no clue, honestly. <laughs> Let me tell you something right now. We already mentioned this. Right. People who are born in developed societies, they are coming from a culture of well-being and uh, the culture of everything being provided for them from a young age. They are friggin' soft. And the parents themselves do not allow their children to go through the difficulties of life at a young age. And these things, so these uh, youngsters grow up until the age of 14 and 15, completely soft, unable to make decisions, unable to face with difficulties. And they've not been told of the importance of struggling in life by their parents, because whatever they wanted, the parents provided. Either they paid it or they used their credit cards to pay for it without asking any questions. They were not told no by their parents. And once they get to 14 years old, one little girl or boy tells them no, and they commit suicide. Why? They're too fucking soft. The problem is not the kids. The problem are the parents and the society that prevents these people from understanding the importance of facing with difficulty at a young age, step by step. So the problem is foundational. We have right. to start this at a very young age. And you're right. If these uh, you know, little kids have not been trained 
and have not gradually been accustomed to making decisions, facing with difficulties, that of course, when they're 15, they commit suicide because they have no power. They're, right. they're weak and soft, right? So this should be done gradually, but as early as possible because youngsters, young kids do not commit suicide because they have not been contaminated by social conditioning. They still feel alive. They feel energetic. They feel like they can do anything they set their mind to. And for them, it's not a matter of if they can. It's a matter of when they can. I mean, look at a child in a candy store, like literally in a confectionery store. They, they want some candy and whatnot, right? Mm -hmm. When they want it, they say, I want it. They create a tantrum. I want it. That's it. But uh, think of a 15-year-old. If he says, do you want it? Yeah. Do you want to work for it? Uh, maybe not. You see? Right. So this is not just uh, the problem here is not the difficulties in life. The problem here is, number one, schooling system. These kids will go through this stupid experience, which we call K-12 schooling system, which I think should be abolished. And I hope it will be abolished thanks to the Internet in the future. And they've been told that if you want to uh, basically uh, go along, you got to get along. If you got to do this and then you got to do this, they are lived in, they're living in that world where everything is provided for them. There are rules for everything. You want to get a good grade, do this, then do that. And once they hit the real world at a young age, whether it's by a breakup in a romantic relationship or because they're somebody they love uh, die or something, once they understand the reality of life, they're not prepared for it. So the other thing that we can blame here is the schooling system that does not prepare these people for authentic education. They just create this artificial environment with some BS they don't even need to use in the future. I know you're a physicist and you love mathematics. I didn't love math very much when I was in school, but it was not bad at all. I, I kind of liked it as well, but not that much, not, not the way you do. <laughs> but we learned a lot about math and physics, but not about the most important skills. I went through uh, the entire schooling system without ever once being told of the importance of having goals in life. Right. Not even once. So this is what we need. We need to actually start early in our schooling system and let these kids become stronger gradually. So once they're stronger, they can actually later create this uh, lifestyle where they can actually face with their challenges without committing suicide whenever things get tough. Right. Uh, so it, it, it might as well be that, that the reasons that you just mentioned, and it most likely is for many of them at least. Um, and, and I want to also raise a question that raise the point that a lot of at least on the private side, I agree with you, the schooling system is really outdated. It's very much not working well, but a lot of uh, there are a, not not a lot in context of how many schools there are, but generally relatively a lot of uh, schools that still do much better than others, and that that could be in a note for for example parents who are deciding which school to go to um and i agree with you we got to change a lot of things of course uh but my my concern is okay we we do that that's fine we we achieve that but as for the future generations and we, i'm talking about current teenagers and cu current youngsters i'm not talking necessarily teenagers but teenagers as well that right okay so for whatever reason they've gone through that hellhole and uh they they're not equipped so I, I'm trying to also raise the point that if you are one of them, that's fine. I give or take was similar to you because I was conditioned by society. I went to the same schooling system as you did. Um, I, I don't know about the parenting. My parents were on the average side, I would say. So I didn't have it that bad that way. Um, so that they were really good. They were they were supportive, not not too supportive, but supportive enough. So that was good for me, I, I, I suppose. But eventually I, what I'm trying to say is that uh, – you know, it's 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 about the mentality. Don't 
because if if you give that person who's not equipped all these uh, you know throw throw them through all these pain all at once they're going to be panicking right of course you're i right. would that's right, uh, right. That's <laughs> too much. so 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 now that's that's... Why we say slowly but surely exactly exactly the ante step by step yeah so so yeah don't worry about it it's not all at once it might seem to be that way. It might sometimes come that way. But uh, remember that you can always process this step by step and gradual. Uh, and, and, and doing that, there are survivors beyond the, the points of pain. And, uh, and they're much stronger. And they're much, they feel better. I, like, I feel better about myself when I go through the pain, after the pain I'm talking. Because I feel like I accomplished, I survived. And that, that, feels, that feels amazing when you survive. Even if, if a lion chases you. And then you survive the lion attack. When you come out, you're like, holy shit, I survived a lion attack. I feel good. I feel I mean, I'm not saying go go get chased by a lion because the chances are you're not gonna survive. But point being, when you do survive uh, pain and dangerous situations and tough situations, you will feel confident, more confident, you will feel more alive, you feel you will feel feel great. So uh, when when you're going through pain, bear in mind that first of all, it's not all downhill. It will eventually come up, um, and secondly, it will come up to a higher level. So, so yeah, that that's the that's the point that I wanted to raise, and th that was a good point. Like a lot of the suicidal thoughts might might be because of the the reasons that you just mentioned a few minutes ago. Um, right, right. Uh, with, with that, with that, we are coming to the uh, end of our episode. It was really uh, fun because I got to talk to my younger self, I suppose. Uh, oh, if, that's if right. He hear it or not, I don't know. That's on him. <laughs> um, but uh, joke aside, uh, it was it was lovely having you, Dan, as always. It's my pleasure. And you know what else? What I would have told my younger self at that time in that letter? Yeah, go for it. I'd say, Dan, you're gonna make a lot of great friends in this world. And when you're growing up, you're gonna make a lot right. of great friends. And one of those will be Pujix LJ. Oh wow! That's and whenever awesome, you man. meet this guy, shake his hand and know this guy's gonna be a great friend. Amazing, man. That, that means a lot coming from you. And, it's my pleasure, buddy. And of course, I, I want to also add, now, now that you mentioned it, I, I also want to add another pointer to my younger self, and that is people. Although it seems to be people are horrible all over the world, it's not really that. It's just a horrible Thanks, pay, uh, people catch the eye. There are a lot of good people with a lot of good intention. They might not know all the answers, and that's fine. That doesn't make them bad people. That makes them Fantastic. not knowing, and not, none of us know everything. So that's fine. Fantastic. Yeah, uh, trust in people, I would say. Do you have anything uh, uh, else to add to all we said? Ultimately, this whole talking to your younger self, I think is a great mental practice that will allow us to understand and realize what are our priorities today. It's a great mental exercise. I recommend everybody to go through it. Like right now, if you have some time, after this show, just take five or ten minutes of your time and ask yourself the same question that we just asked ourselves on the show and come up with the answers because those answers will give you a great insight on how to live your life today. So it's a great mental exercise to recommend to all of our listeners. That's good. Yeah, I never thought about it as a mental exercise, but it seems to be very proving. I'll, I'll try it for sure. Um, and thank you again for being with us, Dan. It is my pleasure, buddy. And thank you all for joining in. With that, have a good one till our next meeting.